Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie and to keep a long story incredibly short, I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however, I've coached over 1,000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. And it honestly still sounds a little crazy to say. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, Slimming World, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1,200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say, fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not going to keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Land. Everybody, hope you're doing extremely well. I'm just going to dive into this one because I know that we haven't gotten a podcast out in a while, but that has been our bad. It has been extremely busy. Uh, Laura and I obviously used to do the podcast together, but now it was daylight savings and then daylight savings for her. So what was a manageable time for both of us is now what the fuck, how are we going to get this done? So that sort of threw our schedule out uh, by a lot. The thing that I want to talk about today is I did an email on it a while ago and it was, you're not running out of time. You just don't have direction. And particularly coming into the end of the year, like at the time of recording, this is halfway through November at the moment. This is 14th of November, almost halfway through. And I'm already hearing and feeling like I am running out of time. Like, oh my God, I have to get these things done before Christmas and all this has to happen and blah, blah, blah. It's almost like December is February in the sense of it's not a full month. It's, I honestly reckon December is the shortest month in the year. It is basically a 14, 21 day month, depending on when people go on holidays, because we have to suddenly get our things done before people start going on holidays. And we go on holidays from the 17th of December through to the 8th of January. So getting everything done suddenly has a massive time crunch on it because we've basically got one more month and three days before the fitness genie goes on holidays. So it does feel like a little bit of a time crunch. And a lot of people start freaking out at this time as well because they go, oh my God, I'm running out of time. How am I going to do this, this, this? And obviously it's about work. It's about Christmas. It's about New Year's. It's about what the fuck the holiday is going to be. There's a whole lot of things that come into it. But if it weren't Christmas, this if it weren't the end of the year, it would still be a very important topic to run through because I'm pretty sure I put this email out in like, well, God, I'm terrible with months. I'm going to say August, somewhere around August, September. There we go. Nailed it. Somewhere around then. And <clears throat> losing my voice. I don't know why. And somewhere around there, there were a lot of people being, oh my God, I'm running out of time or how do I do this and that? And before anybody signs up to the program or inquires about coaching or even just does anything to start improving their life, it's, I've wasted so much time and money 
doing these things and they haven't worked, which is, yeah, it's frustrating as all shit because the biggest, one of the biggest complaints that we get when people initially sign up is, oh my God, why didn't I just do this sooner? Like, why were you not around? Why did I not find you before doing all this other stuff? And I completely agree. But at the same time, you probably didn't need us back then because we come in and fix shit that people neglect. And at that time, you probably haven't had a chance to neglect yourself as much as you had before coming into needing our services and needs to come in and fix shit and make you be happier and healthier. Yes, it would be a hell of a lot better for us to not have to fix everything. And it would be awesome if people were like, hey, I want to be proactive and just fix my mental health and get on top of this and that. And here are a few things that I want to be doing with my life. And I feel like I'm not totally aligned with that as of yet. So let's be proactive. And instead of doing all these things, just do this one thing and do that. Uh, that would be amazing if we could work with people who are being proactive, but most people come to us because they feel like they're running out of time because they've done all these things in the past. There's all the frustration, the overwhelm, what direction am I going to go? Am I going to keep doing these things? Oh my God, I'm about to turn 30 or 40 or 50 or 25, 35, 45. And that starts to get really scary for people because particularly around that sort of 30-ish mark, I get a lot of people that are 29, 30, 31, 38, 39, and all the way up to like 42, like around the 30, 40 is probably about 70, 75% of people that sign up. They're around their thirties and go, holy fuck, I'm 30. And then they are around their forties and go, holy fuck, I'm nearly 50. It's, it's scary for a lot of people, but I know, how am I going to phrase this? I know a lot of people in my industry that have either been mentors or coaches or other colleagues or professionals or whatever. And yeah, it's sort of like, oh yeah, I'm approaching 50 or this, that, but there's a lot of people that are like, holy fuck, I wouldn't have thought you were 30. I wouldn't have thought you were 40 or 50 or 60 or whatever it is. And I had a client like the other week and she was like, oh, I'm 42 or something like that. I can't remember exactly. She was like, oh, I'm 42. And I was like, there's no fucking way you were 42. Like you are for sure 35 like at most <laughs> and i was completely blown away by it the and a big reason for that is strength training and being in the gym and stressing your body i haven't done anything special for my body i haven't done any particular training program intense lifting this that whatever like i just go to the gym i fuck around and move my body in a way that feels good if i oh my face if i feel like i need to open up my shoulders, then I'll go to the gym and do a shoulder day. Obviously I have the luxury of knowing exactly what to do and when I still hit decision fatigue and just go, fuck it. I'll just do what I've always done. And even that for months on end, I did that at the start of this year. And even that was good enough for me to be able to maintain muscle mass and look like I go to the gym. The thing that started catching up with me was nutrition of I'm snacking too much. I'm drinking a bit too much. It wasn't anything that went that was super noticeable straight away, but it was just after a few months, looked in the mirror and went, oh, I'm starting to do this. And then weighed in on the scale and then go, oh shit. Okay. That's two kilos heavier. So then what did I do? I didn't do a program. I didn't do fucking nutrition protocols. I didn't do any of this shit. I went, what am I doing that was different a year ago to when I was feeling pretty good? I'm snacking a lot more. Okay. I'm just going to get that out. How do I stop snacking? Um, oh, my meals aren't as regulated. It's like, I'll have this when I feel like making it. I'll have that when I feel like making it. My meals were disjointed, which meant I was snacking a lot more. And because there wasn't as much work on, I was snacking because I was getting bored. So it basically became, if I prep my lunch, I know I'm not going to snack as much. 
because I can have that and then set the intention of like 3 p.m. I'll have this other little snack and that is it. Ended up losing two kilos across the month by literally just doing that, regulating my meals again. Obviously, it's a, it's a lot easier for me because I know what works and I have done it before. And I have the luxury to say I've been tracking calories for like eight years nonstop. And when I did stop tracking calories, it was very easy to just be like, oh, that's probably this much. That's probably that. But the question I just kept running back to was, where's the protein? If I'm not getting enough protein, I know I'm going to be hungry. So I just kept doing that. And it is simple. And it is a place that everybody can get to and should get to because then it's just intuitive eating. Eating the stuff that makes you feel good, keeps you full so that you don't snack, so that you can feel better in yourself. It's it's a very realistic place for people to get. I'm not saying anything that's like breaking the wheel or anything. This is shit that I give to clients pretty much every single day, except I don't take calls on Monday or Sunday. They're my, they're my days off. So five days a week, I'm giving, <laughs> I'm giving this to people. Um, unless you are to count TikTok and social media, in that case, then absolutely, yes, that is exactly what I'm doing seven days a week. The thing in terms of running out of time is no one's really running out of time. They just don't have a sense of direction. It's like if you were going to, if you're at an airport and you had your bags packed, ready to go, and you were prepared for, let's just say it's a fucking Harry Potter. As you can tell, we've just finished watching Harry Potter. Um, it's a Harry Potter type of suitcase. You put your hand into it. You grab out whatever you want. It could be a stack of books. It could just be winter clothes, summer clothes, whatever you want it to be, you have it packed. You have access to your full house in this fucking tiny little trunk and you're all good. Also don't have to pay for extra baggage. So you're doing well. One of the things is if you are at the airport packed for any scenario, ready to go, you will feel like you are running out of time because there are other people boarding a plane. They know where they're going. They go to this location, they get on the plane, they fly. You constantly hear the boarding calls for leaving Melbourne to LAX, uh, now boarding 2.40 p.m. I don't know. You see and hear people boarding and the boarding calls, and you're just standing there, standing still. And you feel like you're wasting time because you're at the airport, you're ready to go, but you don't know where you're going. So then you go, okay, I need to go buy a ticket. And you go up to the ticket person. God, they used to have these. I don't know if they have them anymore. I haven't been on a flight in fucking ages. You go up to someone, let's just say they still exist because I'm not sure if they do. You go up to someone and say, hey, I want to buy a ticket to somewhere. And they go, okay, cool. Where do you want to go? Like, I don't know. Um, not not here, though. I want to not be here. So I go, okay, cool. What about uh, Cameroon? I don't know why that's the first place that came into my head, but there you go. Why not Cameroon? You're like, ah, nah. I was thinking of somewhere sort of like a like Los Angeles type of stuff, like a beach weather, tropical type of stuff. If I could go to California and do that, like, okay, well, how, how about you just literally go to California? Like, ah, it's a bit expensive. Um, What about Hawaii? Like, oh, that's even more expensive. Cool. Easy. Awesome. Um, what about, and you're spending all this time choosing where you want to go. These options keep getting presented to, but you just don't take the opportunity that's in front of you to go somewhere. And you could get to LA and hate it. You could love it and then drive somewhere else. You could go to Vegas. There's a lot of things that are open to you, but because you don't know what you want, you don't know where you want to go. So even when these places get presented to you and you go, ah, yeah, it doesn't quite match my needs. Like, yes, I was looking for something tropical, but doesn't exactly match my needs. So in terms of financial needs, it's a bit too much. What about this is this, or could I do this? Or what about blah, blah, blah? 
all of a sudden it feels like you're wasting all this time and it feels like you're wasting someone else's time because they're there trying to help you. And you're like, oh, you know what? It's just, it's too much of a hassle. It's too much of a bother. Don't worry about it. I, I just can't be bothered anymore. Now it's this thing that is pissing me off and I just want to go home. And you were prepped, ready, excited, packed to go on this fucking holiday, vacation, whatever you want to call it. But when you got there, you had no idea what you wanted. And it felt like you were running out of time. You were wasting other people's time because you could also see people that were excited to go on holiday. They were excited to board and they had everything ready. And maybe they had their friends or families, or maybe they were solo travelers that were just nervous as shit and doing like Instagram poses or something. I don't know. But everyone was there and ready and had a plan. And maybe they were nervous, but they were sure of why they were there. They were getting on this plane to go here and do this. They don't know how the flight's going to go. They don't know exactly when they're going to be landing. They don't know the exact weather. They don't know this or that or whatever, but they knew their first step and that was knowing where they wanted to go. So if you're classically, let's just go to the 75% of people that we typically work with. If you're around your thirties, around your forties or somewhere in between, hell, I don't fucking know. It may feel like you're running out of time because you don't have a sense of direction. You don't have clarity over what you're really wanting. I would hundred percent explore that. What do you want from life? Sometimes, depending on like even my story going way back, I had no idea what I wanted from life. I knew what I didn't want though. And that was good enough for me to start moving in the right direction. If we're using that airport analogy, yeah, I don't know exactly where I want to go, where I want to spend the rest of my life, where I want to be. But I do know I maybe during summer in Melbourne, where it's fucking 40 degrees constantly, Maybe I don't want to be in 40 degree heat and I don't want to do that. So then I'll say, Hey, I want to go somewhere. That's not 40 degrees. I want to go somewhere warm up uh, warmer. Jesus. That would be the exact opposite of what we're after. <laughs> I want to go somewhere cooler. I want to go somewhere that's, you know, maybe Canada. Let's go fucking try that. Hey, I know that that's going to be like an 80 degree difference. Cause I've literally done that before. I left Melbourne at a 36 degree day and then arrived in Canada in Vancouver and it was negative 46. So that, uh, <laughs> that was a big transition for just having trackies on. Wasn't exactly prepared for that, but that was actually, that's a fucking perfect analogy because I didn't want to be here. I did not want to be here. So I had literally left to Canada and went and did that, which is why I always am like, when I see people booking European holidays and doing these things, I know for a fact they can't afford it and they have a mortgage and they're constantly complaining about money. But then at the end of the year, they're like, oh my God, I'm going to Europe. It's like, wow, that's going to be a fucking hell of a credit card bill you're going to have when you're 35. Good work. But anyway, each to their own. Pay off however you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. You'll have all the memories. Money is meant to be spent. Go do all of it. But I'd go, I've 100% have been in that situation of like, you don't want to be here. And running from your problems is fixing something, sure, in the short term. But maybe there's, depending on the person, maybe there's a time where you're going to have to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should actually fix my life so that I for the 10 months of the year where I'm at home and feeling like shit, maybe, except for the past two months where they go and get shredded so they can go to Europe and do all that. But anyway, maybe you should do something to improve the 10 months of your life where you're at home and feeling like shit, instead of having just two months at the end of the year, waiting and hoping that that comes quicker than it will so that you can feel better about yourself. Hey everybody, I just wanted to jump in super quick and interrupt your amazing episode by saying Merry Christmas! It is that time of year. Depending on when you listen to this episode, it may be a little bit scary to go, oh crap, Christmas is here. But 
I just wanted to jump in to say thank you to everyone who has helped build the Fitness Genie to what it is today. We would honestly not be where we are without all of your support. So, for everyone listening who has commented, liked posts, listened to the podcast, referred friends or family, even just spoken about us in passing, or even just shared something to your story or just in general. On behalf of Team Fitness Genie, thank you for an amazing year. I hope Santa brings you everything that you need. See what I did there? And you managed to get some time off and recharge. We'll be shutting things down from the 17th of December, but we will be back on the 8th of January and getting straight into our 2024 challenge intake and starting with all of the clients that have signed up from the Black Friday sale. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, and we will see you in 2024. Running away doesn't really solve anything unless it's from a fucking knife fight, in which case, absolutely do that. Get the fuck out of there. But in terms of wanting to live a happy, healthy life, running away doesn't exactly do anything for you. It actually takes you further away from where you want to go. So you don't have to know where you want to be or where you want to go. You don't have to have that shit sorted. You can just start with, I don't want to be here. I don't want to feel like this. And that can do the exact opposite like I did. It's Australian summer. What would be the opposite of Australian summer? Canadian winter. Fuck yeah, let's go do that. And I worked all year to save up enough money to go over there, working visa, and went and did it. Because it was just, it was what I did. It was just, it was happening. Best friend was like, hey, let's go to this place. And I was like, yep, sweet. Thought it was a joke. Committed to the joke. And uh, yeah, ended up living there for seven months until I ran out of money and then had to come home. I couldn't afford rent and didn't have a job. So uh, yeah, lesson there, secure jobs uh, before you go anywhere. And if you're thinking about uh, staying another season, I would start looking into that as soon as possible because yeah, it's not, not a lot of jobs <laughs> going in a holiday resort. But anyway, uh, so yes, you are more than likely not running out of time because we have all the time in the goddamn world as I'm trying to unlock my laptop. We have all the time in the goddamn world. But if we don't use that time effectively, it feels like, oh my God, how did this year go so quick? Like I am still astonished that it is at the time of recording, the 14th of November. It is crazy to me. The year has gone insanely quick. And it's not until pretty much the first week of July this year that I actually got my shit together and went, okay, I need to start doing something and start changing some things with the business. I need to find my passion. I need to get back into it. I need to start doing the things that feed me and serve me and make me feel better about myself. It wasn't until Jan uh, July where I actually started doing that because external circumstances said, hey, if you don't do this, bad things are going to happen, such as you probably won't have a business or this, that. So got my shit together. Here we are, back thriving, loving it, doing all the fun stuff. Now I have that sense of direction. I have the clarity over where I want to go, what I want to be. And I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. I never do. I even spoke about this at the retreat. I, I wonder if we've got that podcast. Hmm. I'm pretty sure we have put it up as a podcast. Hey, Neil, if you're listening to this, <laughs> welcome everybody to me being a boss. Um, hey, Neil, if we do have the retreat podcast, can you let me know where that is <laughs> or if we've put it up and if it is, let me know where it is. Um, but yeah, cause if it's not, we'll chuck it up cause that'll be fucking amazing. Uh, but I spoke about this last year, last year, the year before during the retreat that we did. And it was first off insane, absolutely core memory unlocked, but it was basically, you don't have to have a plan. You just have to have an intention. 
And ironic, not ironically, pretty much spot on. I went into that call, into that presentation, not having anything ready, but a photo of Troy Polamalu, who is a, a Hall of Famer, strong safety, or maybe he was a free safety. He was a safety anyway, played NFL, American football. And I remember watching a documentary of him when they won the Super Bowl. And he was like, I play, he's an absolute gentle giant. Um, he was like, I play so intense and I do all of these things because I'm scared. And that was the first time that I heard someone who was an absolute warrior, someone who was meant to be like this epitome of being a man and strong and tough and all of these things. And when he spoke, he was so soft-spoken. He was like, I really just like to play because I'm, I'm really scared. And that's sort of how he spoke, like super soft and super gentle. And everything about him was just like, oh my God, this dude is the most gentle giant teddy bear in the world. And at the same time, he could, <clears throat> he could present like that. And then the next day, go and take somebody's head off because he's hitting them way too hard. And it was just insane to watch. Feel free to watch any Troy Polamalu highlights on, on YouTube if you want to. But that was the first time I heard anyone actually say like, I'm scared. And that's why I'm so good at what I do is because I'm scared. And he was scared to let people down. He was scared to let the team down, his parents down. He was scared to let down the community. He was absolutely a people pleaser, but he was also scared to get hit. He was scared for the ferocity that NFL football had. And for him, he hurt less when he hit people as opposed to getting hit. So he fully committed to every hit, every tackle and everything. That's why he hit so hard because he was more in control that way to deliver the hit as opposed to getting hit and feeling it more. So he ultra committed to doing something destructive because it was doing something destructive in terms of hitting people. He committed so hard to doing that because he was scared of getting hit. So he hit harder so that he would feel it less. And I know that may not make sense. People who have played fucking contact sports or specifically gridiron. If you lay someone out, you barely feel it. If you get laid out, you a hundred percent feel it. So <laughs> it makes sense if you've played it. If not, you'll just have to take my word for it. Especially as a quarterback. I got fucking annihilated almost every goddamn time. Anyway. So yeah, I went into that presentation for the retreat of, I don't have a plan. This is just an intention of what I want to speak about. And that is that you don't have to have a plan. And then I started talking about my story where I was being homeless, depressed, and how I overcame all that and where I am now. And it worked out pretty damn well. I didn't have a massive intention of in five years time, I want it to be this. In 10 years time, I want it to be this. It was always, I wonder what the next one, maybe two steps look like. I wonder what would put me closer to whatever I deemed success at that point. And there were things that I decided to do and yeah, there were things that I decided to do that I thought would bring me closer to success. And I found out it actually, it took me closer to making more money, which I was deeming my success rate at the time or my success metric at the time, but it actually took me further away from being happy. And then that completely switched things on my priority list of, fuck, I really don't want to make all this money because it's now leading to me doing all of this and being burnt out and having no energy for my relationship or anything. So had a complete flip of the success metric. And now we're here using happiness as the metric and just being myself as the metric. I didn't want it to be anything that was going to take me away from Beth, 
take me away from being myself, take me away from doing the things that I wanted to do. That to me is successful while having the money that is necessary for us to stay in business, keep helping people, keep the employees paid and not have to be like, oh my God, where the fuck is the next client coming from? How are we going to do this? We're now setting up all the processes and doing those things to be able to make sure that it's just pretty much going to be on autopilot of just helping people because that is the passion. That is the purpose of, we just want to help people. Yes, there is a business in the background that we have to make sure that that is sustainable because otherwise then we won't help anybody because we'll go bankrupt. But that's not an issue anymore because now we have the understanding that if we just do these things that align with our values, that will help us bring in the money because we have the structure behind us of the program and then the challenge and then Laura's program, which is coming up soon, Your Mindful Movement. Um, and then we also have my program that is probably going to come out last, to be honest, uh, Simply Happy and Healthy, which is going to be a... A fun surprise. I was about to explain it, but no, it's going to be a fun surprise as to what that's going to be about. No details or anything will come out until next year. So don't worry about it. The thing that I want to get across is it just created clarity for me. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I didn't want. And then I just matched them up and said, mm, is this thing going to take me further away or closer to the things that I actually want? And even when it was quote unquote wrong, in terms of making the decision for what I thought was my success metric to make more money. When I did that, that became, oh, I actually don't want this. I actually want this now. And it changes. So the purpose and intention can change. It doesn't have to be something that's like, this is me and I'm locked in for the rest of my life. Because A, that would scare the fuck out of me and I would never make a decision. <laughs> you just have to know what the next step is and get clarity over either what you don't want or what you do want. That is it. You are not running out of time. You have all the time in the goddamn world. We have, let me put this in perspective. We have a six month transformation program. I know you already know that, but fucking go with me for a second. We have a six month coaching program. Meaning if you started on, let's just say the 8th of January for this year, you can do this with me. Hey Google, what is 24 weeks from the 8th of January, 2024? That will be uh, Monday, the 24th of June which means it'll take us to Sunday, the 23rd of June. If you signed up now to take advantage of Black Friday and yeah, if you signed up now to take advantage of Black Friday, you'd save a thousand dollars. You could even just say, hey, here's the deposit, but I want to start the payments from 8th of January. If you did that and we just went through for 24 weeks for basically six months, that would take us right through to the 23rd of June. By the 23rd of June next year, you could have a different life different lifestyle, different habits, different body, different scale weight, different thoughts, different belief systems, different job, maybe different room, different house, different fucking everything, everything about you could change in that six months. It just could. We don't know. And I wrote an email about this earlier today is you're just one step away from changing your life. For some people, it's the transformation program. For some people, it's signing up with therapy. For some people, it's just, oh, I just want to go to the gym and do two days a week there. You have no idea how close you are to success until you just take that step and you just do it and commit to it. And you go, yep, this is the thing that I'm doing, doing this forever. Um, well, it doesn't have to be forever. It can just be that next step. And then you just learn from it. You adapt from it. You get clarity over what you do and don't want. And then you start moving in that direction. So by the time we hit this time next year, 12 months from now, you could be a completely different person and have your shit sorted and know exactly what you want from life and be completely content with the life that you are now living. It's possible. So 
it may feel like you're running out of time because you're you've just turned 30 or you've just turned 40 or you're about to turn 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or whatever you could be at the cusp of one of those big milestones particularly 30 because a lot of people go oh now you're 30 everything's downhill from there 30 has a much more derogatory <laughs> negative headspace about it it feels like that is absolutely like when you hit 30 it's all down from here and then it feels like people just go oh yeah but when you're 40 that's really the new 30 because of this 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 and it feels like people are just coming up with shit but i don't know why i've just always had in my head that 32 is going to be where i hit my prime so until here i'm i'm growing i am constantly growing and learning and doing all these things and then at 32 there's just going to be this massive breakthrough thing that's just going to happen for me don't know what it is could be sooner could be later who fuck knows but i've just always had 32 as in my mind as to when shit is going to hit the fan for me in a very good way so we're getting closer to that so that's good but you're not running out of time you just need clarity so ooh, so if you're about to turn 30 let's just say let's run through this because i've had four people sign up uh like at the start of the year they've recently finished with me four three three people three people that were 28 29 and they signed up because they were turning 30 uh well 28 and 28 is turning 30 the year after but they were worried about turning 30 and then particularly starting a family around when they were 30 and they go oh my god my doctor told me to lose weight or i just want to be in a better position to be healthier for pregnancy I want to do all these things and one of them was just I'm 30 this year, which I think was in November. Like I'm 30 this year. Uh, so I have just never really liked my body for my entire twenties. And I would love to love my body for when I'm 30 onwards. Everyone talks about 30, how it's just nothing but shit. But I spent a lot of time working and going to uni and doing school and doing all the things that I thought I should be doing for my twenties that I just really want to enjoy my thirties because I feel like I've lost myself. Fucking perfect answer. Let's do it get you in, get you signed up, change your life, do that stuff. And we absolutely have. We have done all of that and it is amazing. So now she's 30. I think she's 30 at the moment at the time of recording. I'm going to find out. <laughs> but that's how quickly your life could change. The year goes by so quick that if you just do something for six months, 12 months, whatever it is, you could change your life. Who the fuck knows? But you're one decision away from being able to do it. I know that much. And yeah, just need a direction. I'm going to start rambling from here, so I'm going to call it, but you just need a direction. You are not running out of time. You have a lot more time than you think. It's just that you're not doing anything with that time. You are allowing yourself to get caught up in the fact that, oh my God, I'm this old or I'm this young or I'm turning this on this date. You're allowing yourself to get caught up by time constraints and a system, this is another podcast, a system will only grow to its constraint. Everyone loves talking about potential. Oh my God, Travis has so much potential, but he just doesn't apply himself. The constraint that I had was I couldn't focus. So yeah, I had all the fucking potential in the world, but if I couldn't focus in order to live up to that potential, then guess what? I'm going to live up to my ability as to where that constraint is to be able to focus. So you are going to live up to your constraint. And if your constraint is oh, I don't, I'm not taking action because I'm just so disheartened by the lack of time that I've got or this and that. I've got another fucking 40 years, statistically speaking, on this planet. But boy, howdy, these first 30 uh, are the reason why I'm not going to do anything for the rest of my life. 
doesn't make sense when you say it like that. Don't let yourself get caught up in the excuses or the reasons or anything for not doing something. You have a fuckload more time than you think. It's just that you're not doing anything with the time because you don't know what you want or what you don't want. And how are you meant to know where to start if you don't even know what race you're running? Get some clarity, ask yourself questions, be open, honest, and vulnerable with yourself to figure out where you're coming from, what you want, what you don't want, so that you can actually make that first step and say, ah, this is probably what I want and how I'm going to improve my life. Start there, make the decision, and you'll never run out of time again. Going back to what I said before, I know, I'm, I swear to God, I'm wrapping up. Going back to what I said before about, hey, I didn't actually start doing anything until July this year. This has felt like the most productive time of like all oh, year, I feel like I've gotten more done. Like ADHD medication has helped. Not recently, made me mad depressed because of swapping the dosages and the prescription is a whole thing. But anyway, um, from July, I didn't get medicated until late September. From July onwards to let's just say late September, I got a lot done in that year because I actually sat down for an entire week, cried a lot and said, how the fuck am I gonna do this? How am I going to get my shit together? How am I going to be able to do this? What does this mean? Where do I want to go? How is it going to look? And it was very much a, how do I band-aid, but then make sure everything is fixed in the long-term? How do I win short-term and long-term? How can I set that up? Took me a week to be able to come to grips with what that's going to look like. And now I'm actually pretty, I keep looking up into the distance because that's where my whiteboard is with all my brainstorm, brainstorming. Whoa. So it took me a while to be able to accept that and come to it. And it fucking sucked when I was like, oh my God, why can't I just keep doing the things I've always done? Because they got me to where I am. And they're also the reason, because I've been doing the things that I've done, that's also the reason why I'm hitting a wall. Because I haven't adapted. I haven't learned anything new. I haven't done anything new. I haven't tried anything new. I'm like, oh, the old ways will keep working, which technically they do, but they don't keep moving me forward to where I want to be. And when I lost the passion, when I lost the clarity and the vision and all of that stuff, it just suddenly became me going through the motions, which meant I was doing a lot less, which meant I resented my work, which meant I didn't want to wake up, which meant I was more depressed. And it was a massive snowball effect, as you can tell. When I spent that week crying and figuring everything out and be like, okay, this is how I'm going to have to go about it. And this is just the shit that's going to need to happen. I still had my boundaries of I'm not going to work past whatever time that it is. I'm still going to go to the gym. I'm still going to do this. How do I plug everything that I need to do into the life that I have at the moment? And I did have to change a few things. Like now I'm trying to get up at 5 a.m. because it honestly just fucking feels amazing when I get home at like seven, workout done, have so much extra time to work on the projects that I want. I've been more productive by just knowing what I want. And I've also enjoyed life a lot more because I know where I'm going. So I know that everything's going to be okay because I'm taking action on the things that I want that I know more than likely going to take me to where I want to be because I have that clarity. I know I'm not running out of time. It's basically me just enjoying everything that's going on and trying to get it done as quickly as possible, but making sure that the quality is there and that I can still sustain the effort and sustainability is, as you can tell, always in the fucking front of my brain. So yeah, it can be whatever you want it to be. You just need clarity. And it is a massive, massively powerful thing for when you know what you want. And I could talk about how a client has just recently had a breakthrough because I was just like, hey, just do this. And she had a breakthrough. It was just fucking amazing. There was everything about it that was, here's a bunch of clarity over why you're having the problems that you are. From there, oh my God, that makes so much sense. And then move in the right direction. It's very good to have a coach that can just point that out for you and say, 
this is probably why. Maybe don't do that. Maybe try this other stuff instead. Massive breakthrough, learn from it immediately and just move on. It also happens a lot quicker with a coach instead of by yourself. Just throwing that out there. But anywho, this podcast should be up uh, very soon. So I'm hoping that the Black Friday stuff is still there. Um, anyway, if not, I'll just get the dates here. If you inquire, so you can save $1,000 on the six-month option for the Unfuck Yourself Transformation Program. And we are also offering the standard three-month transformation program that we used to offer, but no longer do. Main reason being, we did have good success on the three months, but 80% of people did the six months. So then we just got rid of the three, did the six, and just simplified everything. Plus, we like working for people for six months because it means we can just be in contact and do a hell of a lot more than than we can in three. It's just simply put, it's just better because we have more time. But I understand not everyone's finances are there. So we're offering the three month for Black Friday only. If you inquire between, uh, I'm going to say this, this might be wrong. So if it is wrong to Neil, please, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to do this. If you inquire from Friday, the 17th of November through to the 26th of November at 11.59 p.m., if we see your inquiry come through between those dates, you are eligible to save a thousand on the six month and then have the three month option there if you want it as well. They are the two things that we are offering for Black Friday. So if you do want to take advantage of them, feel free to either, I mean, fuck, if this comes out before the 17th, feel free to just inquire now and just say, hey, Travis said something, something about the Black Friday sale and then you'll still be eligible. But the 26th, which is a Sunday of November, that is the last day to inquire to get access to or be eligible for the Black Friday special. So if you want it, feel free to. I'm 100% expecting to get booked out. I'm just going to chuck it there. We're already getting some inquiries coming through and they're not aware of Black Friday. So that's awesome. But I just have a really good feeling about Black Friday and how, how, much, how much busy it will be. <laughs> that's a word. Anyway, enjoy your time. Have an amazing whatever. and. I will see you in the next one.